Okay, if you're facing a surgery, you're about to go under the knife, or you have in the past, were you comforted by the fact that the doctor performing the surgery was just like you? And by that, I mean an actual human being. Or would you feel better if it was a robot powered by artificial intelligence? Because that's becoming more and more commonplace. But when it comes to robotic surgery, artificial intelligence in the operating room, do the pros, do they outweigh the cons? Well, for more on the future of automated surgery, let's welcome in our medical expert, Dr. Brett Belchetz, joins us here now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. All right, just first off, uh, how commonplace are robotic surgeries? How commonplace have they become here in the province of Ontario? They are definitely not very common. I would say they were a very small minority of procedures. Uh, you know, if you look across all of the surgeries that are happening at hospitals in the province, for the most part, we are still using traditional human methods of operating. And there's a lot of reasons for this, largely because uh, these new techniques are very, very expensive and not completely proven for uh, you know the vast majority of conditions. So uh, I think this may change over time. But right now, the odds are if you are going for a surgery in this province, you're probably most likely going to have a human be the person that's operating on you. Okay, what kind of surgeries are robots or robotic arms being used for? And are those surgeries, Brett, are they becoming more and more uh, advanced or sophisticated? So the, there's been a lot of trialing. Uh, you know, we're seeing them more frequently a lot of the time in, in some of the, the more tiny orthopedic procedures. So we see them in things like knee replacements, uh, you know, other types of joint surgeries. Uh, microsurgeries uh, are, are places where they're being used, and they're certainly being trialed in a number of other places. So it, there are a number of clinical trials that have been underway to try them for cancer surgeries where, you know, again, the precision is a really important thing where, you know, we're looking at, at, at distances in really, really tiny numbers of millimeters where you want to get the cancer out, but you don't want to affect any of the surrounding tissue. So unfortunately, you know, a lot of the data in, in many of these surgical uh, environments, especially in the cancer surgeries, has either been non-conclusive of showing that outcomes aren't better the way that we would expect them to be better, or you know it's just a little bit too early for us to to know whether or not they're going to make a difference for some of these other conditions. So, you know, the question is: Is this going to be something that that becomes more common? And so, what I would say is. Uh, probably yes. It, you know, over time, as robotics become cheaper, as the artificial intelligences that guide these robotics become more commonplace and, again, more inexpensive and more things that we can trust, uh, it just makes sense that we're going to use more and more of these. Uh, the bigger question is when is that going to happen and over what time frame? Because right now, as I said, these procedures are very, very expensive when performed by robots, and so far we're not seeing outcomes that are that much better to justify the expense. Mm. Is that the biggest advantage? Is it the cost advantage when it comes to using AI and robots? And I appreciate what you're saying is that it's uh, maybe cost prohibitive almost uh, right now. It's just so expensive. But uh, as the costs come down, is that the biggest advantage of using AI in a robotic arm? Well, the biggest advantage is not going to be, well, it may be a cost savings in the long run, but really what we're looking for right now is a quality advantage. So what we want to see is that people actually have better outcomes. So their rates of recovery are quicker, their pain scores are lower, their ability to resume a normal life after a procedure is better than with a human surgery. And so those are the things that we're measuring right now. So, you know, if we're looking at all of those really important measures and we're saying, you know, the robot is no better than a human or maybe even worse on some metrics than a human, then it doesn't really make sense for us to be subjecting people to this robotic surgery. Now, once we get to a point where we say, yes, this robot is at least as good as a human surgeon in terms of all of these quality metrics, that's where we can start to look at cost savings because ideally once you've perfected the robot surgical technique, 
over time, you would expect something that's automated to be much faster than something that's human and also something that's much more reproducible and much more consistent than what we would see with a human. So, so overall, what, we're, what, you know, what we would expect to see is a, an increase in throughput and efficiency from using robots. Now, the other thing that's, that's important as well is the ability for us to consistently avoid complications once we know that these are reliable, once we know that they actually work is actually something that would be another big benefit. So, you know, as much as we, you know, would like to believe our surgeons are perfect, they're not. And hearing their surgeon may have a bit of a shaky hand one day. They, they may not see something perfectly one day. And for the most part, these things are rare. None of these things will be the case with a robot. So a robot is never going to have a bad day where it's a little more shaky than another day. It's never going to have a day where it didn't sleep so well and you know it doesn't see things as clearly as it would have the day before. There's right. unbelievable consistency and lower rates of complications we would hope for. But again, these are all theoretical. We haven't realized any of these in studies so far. Okay, do we, and it just kind of occurred to me, do we not lose something, though, when it comes to a robot doing a surgery that, uh, you know, not every human being is obviously uh, built the same, our bodies aren't uh, all the same, so do we want an actual person, a human doctor there, to be able to kind of finesse things a little more during a surgery when needed? I think you make a really good point, and I think in the early days of robotics, these robots have to be very carefully supervised by a human physician. And, and you're right that every single human is slightly different. You know, in every single one of us, there are what we call anatomical variations. So my knee is not built exactly the same as your knee, and my liver looks a little bit different in terms of the way it's hooked up to blood supply versus yours. And so for sure in the near foreseeable future, sometimes the robots are not going to be able to cope with these variations and are not going to be able to do the best possible surgery based on what those variations are. And there will be times where a human says, this is not ideal for the robot. I need to step in and guide things a little bit more. But the hope would be in the long run, and I would say it's inevitable in the long run, that the artificial intelligence is going to actually be able to make decisions on the fly and understand those variations and make the right adjustments and probably often make better adjustments than a human would. But, you know, this is something that I'd say we're at least decades away from, you know, the ability to really get to that level of advanced decision-making that rivals a human in the operating room. We aren't there yet, um, but, I, you know, in my belief, based on what I've seen happening in artificial intelligence and robotic, robotics, is there's no doubt that we will get there eventually. All right. Uh, you know, we talk and uh, we've talked, uh, you know, for years now about AI, artificial intelligence and uh, robots uh, replacing workers in a number of industries. But I think healthcare and uh, surgery is something completely different. You know, it's obviously uh, very personal and it's very uh, concerning for a lot of people when they uh, go into an OR, when they go under the knife. So having said all of that, uh, could you see a day where as a AI and robots become more and more prevalent in medicine, could you see a day where a patient actually gets the choice? Would, would that be a choice? Do you think that uh, you know some people might be more comfortable with the human doctor while others might choose the robot? I, I see that being an intermediary step where people are unsure of, of the new technologies, and, and, and some people will express preference for human care versus uh, you know robotic or mechanized care. And I think that's going to be an intermediate state until people fully trust the technology. And I think there will probably come a time, and again, we're talking decades, I don't think this is in the next few years, where people would actually probably judge you as crazy to pick the human over the robot because there will probably become a, come a time where the robots are just so much better in terms of their outcomes that nobody would think that that would be a good choice to say no to that. Uh, but, you know, we, we will have a big transitional step to get to that point. And you know, the other big thing in terms of as we get to there that's really important, and I think we've all seen this this week with, with sort of the airplane crashes that we've seen, is that AI is only as good as the programming that's behind it. And so, you know, if you program these robots incorrectly, if you put the wrong algorithms in, you know, despite a robot's ability to be very, very good, 
if the programming is flawed, we will have flawed outcomes. And so we have to do this really, really slowly. We have to do it very, very carefully. And it has to be done with all of the right safeguards and controls in to make sure that nobody's health is at risk uh, as we go down this path of automation and surgery. Some excellent points. Our medical expert, Dr. Brett Belchetz. Dr. Belchetz, appreciate the time as always, and have a great weekend. You too. Have a great day.